Welcome to Our Family Stories, the only podcast that shares stories about my awesome family, the Clausens, Hawkins, Victors, and a few visitors here and there. I love you guys, and I hope you enjoy this episode of Our Family Stories. Everybody, welcome to another episode of Our Family Stories. You just listened to David Archuleta. I know he lives. That is one of Jen Victor's 
favorite songs and this episode features Jen uh, we connected a few weeks ago and she was asking me about uh, these episodes and how she could help me to get more out and I appreciated that and we talked about you know just different things that she could share and she has a story a spiritual story that she wanted to share and it was it's really great and I'm excited to share it with everybody and um, and so that's what will be the episode for today and then stay tuned afterwards Kingston makes a couple cameos on this he makes some sound cameos at the very beginning and then he is the one to close out the episode but stay connected after he talks because I'm going to be playing another song um, named the band is Crowder and the song is Come As You Are it's also one of Jen's favorite I thought that would be fun to share so thanks everybody I love you guys hope everybody's doing great and we'll be talking to you guys soon bye Kingston's in here playing. I'm trying to keep him quiet. He's trying to play with this massage thing that we have. Hey, buddy, we got to wait. Can you wait on this? And can we do this a little bit later? Okay, thanks, buddy. Um, you had talked about like an ex, like, a, like a spiritual experience that you had that you wanted to share. And so I was just going to give you a chance to share that. And I'll just be quiet while you talk. For the most part, I might interject and have a couple of questions, but okay. I'm here. Unless you hear like a dial tone where I disconnect, um, just know that I'm here. Just don't worry that, you know, like I'm, I'm still here, but I'll probably be quiet while you're telling it unless I have any follow-up questions or anything I want to ask with it. So hang on. Now he's playing with the pencil sharpener. Just a second. Let me see. <laughs> let me see if I can get some help. Just a second. Hey, Kyrick, Malia, Geneva. Well, when do you guys play with Kingston? I'm trying to do a recording right now. Hey, Kingston, they want you to go upstairs and play with them. Hey, they've got some stuff upstairs for you to play with. <laughs> They're really good to help me out. Yeah, he's a sweet little boy. But that was funny. He was doing out of the anything he could do in this room. He found the very loudest things to do. Mm-hmm. So hang on. Let me check the recorder. Okay. All right, we look good. So, um, yeah, go ahead and tell me that story. Okay. So, sometimes the Holy Ghost get, comes to us, um, and it, we have experiences that we don't share because they're so sacred and personal, and, and I just love that. I love those stories that I have, and um, sometimes... Sometimes we have stories that become an analogy, an analogy, and and um, or something like that. And one that has has happened to me is more of a parable and an analogy that has really to this day helped me with um, staying in tune to the spirit or just being more. Um, ready to receive revelation and I just um, 
feel that because I have this experience, I like to share it because I feel like it's one that needs to be shared because I can look back and think of how um, how it helps me and how it can help other people. But um, so, anyway, um, this happened a few years ago. I I was coming home from the grocery store and I was coming up the hill towards our mailbox and I just I just felt and heard this voice to, to stop that I needed to stop and I needed to get out and I got I knew I was in our truck and I pulled over and I got out and I looked over the side of the, the other side of the street and there was a man laying in his driveway and so I ran across the street and he was going in there and he had he had blood around his head and and I just knew that at that moment I just knew I needed to get help and so I ran back to the truck and I realized that I didn't have my phone my phone was not with me that day and I was so used to packing a phone with me because I was I was right this was right after I was released side of prison and I was getting calls all the time and um, at this time I didn't really feel like I needed to pack my phone because really the only people that call me are my kids and Kurt and I was just going to the store but so I just thought I, I would just thought I don't have my phone and so I just started screaming like a crazy lady like I just started yelling for help 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 I need some help and and then I started running there wasn't anybody outside and so I just started running and I ran to the first house and I knocked on the I knocked on the door at the first house and nobody answered and then I ran to the next house knocked on the door and nobody answered and I didn't and all throughout this I was still just yelling help I need help somebody help me like I I learned that day that I am not a calm person when something happens it's really hard for me to remain calm but I saw some girls down the street they were probably about um, six houses down the street and they were coming towards me and I yelled to them and asked them to call 911 that I needed some help and then they just did a complete 360 and turned around and started walking the other way well I didn't know if they were going home to get help I didn't know what they were doing but I just kept going and so I went to the next house and I knocked on the next house and nobody was home at that house either nobody answered and so I ran to the next house and a teenage boy came to the door and I and I'm sure he just thought I was just super crazy too because I just he need to call 911 there's a man down the street and he needs some help and he's I don't remember exactly everything I told this kid but I just uh, thinking back now I think oh he probably just maybe he was scared I might have scared him by the way I was acting because I tried to remain calm <laughs> and I throughout this had said a little prayer and so hopefully maybe I wasn't as crazy as I was maybe I was more calm but I just think I was more crazy but so so anyway he got on the phone and I went back over to check on the man and he was there and I kind of did a little more surveillance of the the what was happening and I could tell his car door was open his groceries had been dumped out on the ground and there was a 
like a big jug of water that had had opened and spilled all over the driveway and it was almost all evaporated so we had been there a long time for that to all evaporate um and i remember looking down the street and the kid the boy was outside on his porch on the phone so i knew that that an ambulance was going to be there soon and so i just hung tight this man i could tell he was he was breathing he was um he hadn't been knocked out but he had fallen and really gotten hurt um and then he started coming too and i just tried to just talk to him and just um, just kind of keep him calm and and still until um until the ambulance came and and then at that point i um a boy and a girl came up on their their bikes actually went to back up before this part because while i was sitting cuz this is kind of an important part that while i was sitting there there were cars that were passing me and just driving right by and a couple of the cars that passed by were like my neighbors that lived by me and they didn't they didn't stop and they didn't even look over so I don't even think they even no- noticed so um then that's when um a boy and a girl came up on their bikes they came up on their bikes and um asked what they could do if there was anything that they could do if they could call and I told them that an ambulance had been called and um and they said, well, what, what if we go home and we get you some water? It's a really hot day. What if, what if he's going to need some water? So let's go home. And they went home and they were gone. And then, and then I remember the ambulance and a police car pulling up. And they got out and they started talking to the man and checking him out and making sure he was okay and finding out the whole story and and if he lived alone and like just you know just questioning him and and then then the, that's when the boy and the girl they were really fast they ran home and got water and came right back and and they were got to give the water to the man and the police officers or the paramedics said no he, he shouldn't drink that and I can't remember the reason behind that but but they but I said oh but I will drink it and I think we were grabbing that water and I just cuddled it down because it was so hot and so just so worn out from running and screaming and so I was glad we took the water um, and then at that point in the story I we went inside me and the boy and the girl went inside with the policeman we grabbed the groceries from the man's car and, and the policeman let us come in and help him put the groceries away and um, we could tell that he wasn't no one lived there we could tell he was a widow but just by what was in his fridge because he hardly had anything in his fridge and we could just tell by what he bought it was just like for a one person deal so we could tell that and um, then we went back out back outside and the man had been loaded up into the ambulance and and they and they took him away um and then um later i just remember like the next day 
I ran into, I actually knew the boy that called the, for the 911 call. I remember seeing his mom at the store. I actually knew her, and we had talked, and she talked to me, and she had said that her neighbor had been outside, like, right, and saw their neighbor man come home, and and so he had to have been out there for half an hour, they figured. He had been laying in the, in the driveway for half an hour before anybody came to help him. And then I also, every even to this very day, I see the blood that they had washed away from the driveway onto this, um, onto a railroad tie on the, on the side of his driveway. And so every time I drive by that house, I am always reminded of this story that happened. And, you know, and so many times I look back at this story and I think of all the things in this story that re represent so many things. There's so many representations of different things. And, like, for, like, like, the very first thing that I think about is when I didn't have a phone. I didn't have a phone. And how many times are we unprepared? How many times are we not prepared to listen to the Spirit or act on something? So I think about that, and that's a good reminder to me to just to always try to be ready and be prepared. And then I also think of how many doors were not answered, and how being prepared to follow the Spirit is those doors too. We have to be able to we have to open our doors to be able to let the Spirit in, and and then. And then you think about the girls that were walking up the street, and, and I think about how many times have I been asked to do something for someone, and I was too scared. And I turned away and walked away. How many times does that happen? And, and so that has just been a super awesome reminder to me to just, you know, when we're scared, we need to do something. And then I also think about all the cars that drove by. How many times, how many times have we been distracted by those cars and we haven't been still and we are, we, we just need to slow down. Slow down and be more still so that we don't have those distractions. And then, and also in the story, the boy and the girl on their bikes, they, they just, they were tuned into the spirit and they were ready to act and do, and they were going to do whatever they needed. And so the boy and the girl in the story is, has been a really good example to me to be like those boys and, boy and girl to act on the spirit. And I just have thought about this happening so many times it's just been really it's been really good for me and um just just lately the one thing that I hadn't ever thought about until just recently is is the many times I yelled for help and nobody heard me 
or maybe people for me that they can't do anything about it. I think about how many times have people in our lives all around us needed help and we didn't listen to their cries. I'm sorry, this really gets me. When I think about this, I just think how important it is to be more, more present, more aware, just, just be more, just be more compassionate to other people when they need help to be able to help them in any way that we can and I know that the spirit through prayer and I know through the spirit that you will be guided to do whatever it is you needed to do or do for people because I know on that day I was definitely guided to handle that in the way that needed to be handled and and learn the things that I needed to learn and hopefully by sharing this story I can also help other people kind of understand it a little better and know how important it is to um, be ready to act on the spirit. That is a beautiful story, Jen. I love it. Did, um, when you heard stop... Was there anything inside of you where you're like, no, or was it just so definite that you stopped just immediately? Oh, I just knew I needed to stop, just stop, pull over and stop. But like a shouting, it was like shouting. Um, and then, uh, what happened, like, the man, do you know what happened to him? He recovered, or I can't remember if you said that. Did he recover from oh, it, okay. or? He actually, um, had, well, he recovered from it, but then I found out just because I knew his neighbor, and I found out that he had fallen again, and they had put him in a home. And I went back several times to check on him, to just check follow up, and just because I wanted to talk to him. And I, I never to this day never got to talk to him or anybody. And then they, um, and then he, he sold that house and somebody else moved in. So I never, I feel really bad because I really wanted to be able to talk to him that I never got to. So. So you went back to the house and knocked on the door and you could never make contact with him? Right, yeah. I never got to talk to him. And I wanted to so badly. Yeah. Anything else you want to add to it, or? I don't think so. I just, uh, I just, there were just so many. I don't know that I, if I like covered all the. There was just so many analogies to me. Everything that happened just had an analogy, and like I don't know. It just really was more of like a parable for me to learn about through that story. Um, just everything that happened, I just can just have just thought a lot about and compared it to why we should do the things and um, I don't know so I don't yeah I don't know what else to add to I think I I think I shared everything well thank you thank you for 
Thanks for doing that. And also thanks for reaching out to me and let me know that, like you said, like you appreciate these stories, mm -hmm. right? I'm like, this is priceless stuff right here that we're putting together. Like you can't put a cost on it. So I appreciate you reaching out because I, I think each of my siblings has a story or has something they could share. And I would love to love to hear them all and give us all a chance to listen to these different stories. So I, I really appreciate you reaching out and also spending the time with me today. When I came home that day, I shared it with Camry and she told me, Camry said, Mom, you have to tell that. You have to tell that story to people because if you don't, it would almost be like you're, you weren't following the spirit because the spirit wants you to share that. So I just, I feel like she's right. I have shared that with my young women and I, I actually shared that in a fasting testimony before and just cause I just, uh, the Holy Ghost just, I, the spirit wanted me to share it. Some, you know, some don't share because they're very sacred and very, that one was, I felt like, People might learn from it. Hi everybody, thanks for listening to my family story. Have a good day. I love you. Bye.